Hey, Turin, and also America. Start listening Start now. Listening now. Listen, we just had a Eurovision. It's, it's done. And we have a winner. We're going to talk about it. And it's like two in the morning here in Turin. Roll the music. Who needs sleep? Yeah. You mean I missed it? And welcome to another sleep-deprived episode of 12 Points from America, a Eurovision podcast from Eurovision in America. I'm Eric. I'm Derek. And I'm Danny. I'm also just tired. Oh my god. All right. No, yeah, it's insane. Uh, uh, what, I mean, what, what is there to talk it? about? I, I, it's... <laughs> How are you not running on adrenaline right now? Like, unreal. I could go running, right? It's just, yeah. at this moment, I'm just so jazzed. I knew exactly how this was going to play out, and it's still gone. I, I think it's yeah. unbelievable that our sort of predicted top five wound up sort of just coming out that way. I, I said this to Eric, but swap Spain for Italy, and that's honestly what I had. Uh, delighted to see Spain in the top five. Absolutely. Yeah. That one. Uh, that's and, and, more three. Three. and more importantly, three. Serbia in the top five. Yes. She made it, baby! It, with almost no love from the jury. Yes, exactly. Like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. I thought it was going to be exactly the opposite. I thought she was going to be a jury darling and, and have a lot, of the, uh, a lot of the televoters be like, I don't know what this song's about. Oh, that was that was amazing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's kind of the consensus here too. We were talking about is Serbia a potential winner in there, and Ewan was like, "Oh no, it's a jury favorite, but nobody in the telephone will give it anything." Exact Boy. opposite, just unbelievable. No, exactly. Exact opposite. Some other some other quick things I just want to note here, just a yeah. few stat things that are absolutely mind blowing. Some records that we had. Obviously, the uh, was it four hundred thirty nine uh, televote points for. Yeah. 439, yeah. yeah. Is that a record? For Ukraine. That that is I, I don't have everything plugged into the Stabmatron, but that that has shattered just about I don't even have to like look. It has shattered just about every record, especially for any sort of televote. That that is an average of about eleven and a quarter points per country. Which basically means it won every country. Just about. Uh yeah. <laughs> Uh, in addition to that, you know, some of our other top finishers did some cool things. Uh, Sweden, in the second semifinal, had 396 points. That's the second highest semifinal score of all time, uh, yeah. behind behind Chris Kostoff, another song that didn't win. And the UK, uh, we talked uh, some number of weeks ago, probably probably months now, it would have been before we did our previews, we talked about the biggest blow-ups, like the... From one final to another, the biggest jump. Yeah. And there were three there were three countries that were tied. They had jumped twenty two places in one year. The UK has broken that record. They oh, the jumped UK 20, now gets it. Yeah. Wow. Twenty four. Uh it, it'll be very, very tough to beat that. I, but <laughs> go going back going back to Ukraine's televote, I think that is a score that unless Eurovision adds a surprising number of additional countries and thereby introducing a lot more points. No one is ever going to top that number ever. Mm -hmm. And like per numbers per country, that's a, that is an unbreakable record. I think. We do have a, a statement from the EBU that I'm sure was ready to go about next year. Looking forward yeah. a little bit, we, saying we congratulate Ukraine and Kalish Orchestra on their win, superb performance. We now begin planning for 2023 with the winning broadcast UAPBC. 
Obviously, there are unique challenges involved in hosting next year's competition. However, as in any other year, we look forward to discussing all the requirements and responsibilities involved in hosting the competition with UAPBC and all other stakeholders to ensure we have the most suitable setup for the 67th Eurovision Song Contest. So that's a big old, we'll see, I guess. Yeah. As I think far there's as where three likely going. scenarios. Yeah. I think the like, one of the likeliest scenarios is uh, Poland hosting. Just, I think they're quite chummy, and Poland uh, has a, I don't know, a location that might be a little bit more favorable to a lot of the countries of Eastern Europe who won't have to stay up as late. Um, well, and, and uh, there's this cultural similarity there, and they have experience exactly. with hosting junior they've done it twice mm-hmm. uh the infrastructure and they have a ton of ukraine's fine. current diaspora having having mm-hmm. you know, fled millions, to there as well i think the other uh, the other most more likely scenario is uh the war ends and ukraine is actually able to host possibly in a western city not necessarily kiev and then i honestly do think uh, the third most likely scenario is saying UK came in second and they have kind of a history of stepping up to be able to host in the eventuality that a host country can't do it for some reason. I think we might have Kiev on the Thames next year. I, I, that second scenario, Danny, I mean, I would love that. I would absolutely love that. But it just, I, I and, and like if, if we get to a point where something like that can happen, that, that means better things than just ukraine can host yeah sure that, it, more it, than it, just it, it means, yeah it means it means some very significant things have happened that would be great i'm not optimistic about it no i don't think I a do. lot a lot needs to happen yeah a, a, yes, a ton unfortunately but this is definitely a step in the right direction at least morally mm-hmm. we have a smattering of surprises in in the top 10 although a lot of the the likely candidates are are all there um i think Portugal making it into the top ten is kind yeah. of a, kind of a surprise from everyone getting significant love from the jury and from the televote uh, for one that we sort of wrote off. I, I think that's a huge surprise for that to come in at ninth. Uh, also, check the numbers here. I'm just going off the top of my head. Was Moldova's televote the second biggest of the night? Oh. Uh, they sat at seventh at the end of the night. I, I think I think they're the big come from behind. What a, what absolute weirdos! <laughs> yeah, they, they, like they were two hundred fifty points. They yeah, were second from the bottom. Uh, second from the bottom from the jury, and then finished. I've already lost it. Uh, seventh. 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 Yes. I honestly think Thank they you. came in second in the televote, which is absolutely yeah. wild. Thank you, Europe. Uh, only two new points this year. Uh, for Germany from the jury, wild, yep. uh, and Switzerland from the public, which is not a. I don't think that was. A and he got seventeenth place with zero public points. That's yeah, also <laughs> kind of amazing. <laughs> really shows um, the disparity or, between the two groups. True, true. Well, I think there was Always just so much love, so much love for for the for for Ukraine song that uh, uh, it it wound up there being a ton of single digit sort of finishers for a lot of those countries on the right side of the board. Gotta pour one out for France. Uh, I know they were big weirdos, but I didn't think they were going to be second to last place weirdos. Yeah, um, Seven, 17 gotta, points is... Oh, that's yeah. and, kind of a yeah. shocker, considering it wasn't that bad. They performed no, well not enough. And Danny, I gotta give you credit. We, we talked the other night who's going to finish last, and you had it immediately. Germany, yeah. yeah. Without a vote. 
Which is, again, I, I have to say this before we move on to the fact that they did my boys from Prague real dirty again this year. Uh, oh but, God. like, uh, uh, no, we'll just get right down to that. How could you do this again, Europe? Why do you keep doing this to them? They really are bringing some of the best music every single year. And you relegated We Are Domi to 22nd place? What do they get, like, eight points from the televote? Great. I can understand that not being big, but I'm also looking at the way that everyone finished based on the order that they went. And basically everyone before Italy, who like they, they were like eighth, really kind of was slumming it. If this was a backloaded final as far as quality and, and memorability is concerned, you know, mm-hmm. it, ugh, it was kind of rough having to watch the way that everyone finished in, those, in, in the first bit. Portugal was third, but uh, again, I think that was a surprise. It was funny watching it live here. I would say the first 12 songs, man, they just were dynamite. But, you know, once we hit Germany, it was like hitting a wall. Like yeah. suddenly you had this song that I honestly, I think it's a much, much better song than last place. That was really sad, but it's a fine song in the middle was, of this. It was really just, good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, it was a great performance. It's just, it's just unfortunate. And I mean, they had to go after the winner. They had to go after a group that contained the third place finisher as well. We talked uh, about this. We talked about yeah. this group of four right here. Italy, Spain, Netherlands, mm-hmm. Ukraine. How could you possibly go after those? Yeah, guys? that's, that's brutal. I want to give a quick shout out in terms of the final to Australia. Now he ended up 15th, which, I think is a little lower than I would have thought. His public score was also really surprising. Three points. Three yeah. points. And I, I, I was amazed by that because I, I think his performance tonight was the one that wowed me the most. He he had he added some extra. He had a little extra emotion. He had a little extra vocal acrobatics at the end. It was uh-huh. jaw dropping tonight. How good he was. Like that, that song has been like, okay, yeah, this is a dynamite vocalist. This is really good. Obviously, this is very good, right? But he, it was on another level tonight. He, he was unbelievable. And, and, and for, for him to get three, three, I understand he was in a little bit of a tricky spot as well. He was right before, he was between Sweden and the UK. Yeah. And suddenly it all makes sense. Uh, <laughs> I guess. But at the same but, time, yeah. God, I mean, it was just, I, I was floored as soon mm-hmm. as he wrapped up. I was thinking, this makes so many other things look weak. It's, yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's like watching an Olympic gold medalist do something. As the person who was watching a stream, it didn't seem any more impressive than either of the people abutting his mm-hmm. slot. Sam seemed... Uh, the camera loved Sam and yeah. Cornelia knows how to smolder for the camera too. Mm-hmm. Sheldon. Oh yeah. I, I mean, I mean, I'm, I am saying this. I mean, we were, we weren't in the building. We we're watching it on monitors, but yeah, I'm not taking anything away from Cornelia or from Sam. Obviously those were both absolutely dynamite performances. They both deserve to be in the top five for sure. It's just that, Australia was really, really good, and I feel like a lot of people just missed that. It's a shame, Not a lot. too. I mean, he, yeah. He, yeah, he came second in his standing. And to go into the final thinking, okay, well, 
good placement, good support, should be able to carry that momentum. No. I mean, even if I wasn't a huge fan of the song, I would still... I would have heard that and thought, God, this guy's got something. Stacked final. This yeah, was it was a stacked one final. One of the... Uh, take Ukraine out of this. Or, I'll actually be more accurate. Take the situation in Ukraine out of this. And this mm-hmm. was... This would have been a bloodbath at the top. It would have been so close. Toss and, a coin and, between the and, top six. You like, know, and, holy hell. Like, I don't, I don't want to say that in a way that's just sort of saying like, oh, well, they only won because of the war. Yeah, there always has to be sort of a, a, a just one thing that tips you over. And I just mm-hmm. think it, it helped them, but uh, it, everything up there is of such even quality. Yeah, but Ukraine yeah, I, would not have won if they didn't have a great song. No, not not at all. I, I saw somebody say today, this is a song contest, and it's it's kind of about having the best song, but maybe it's really about having the best moments. Yes, and and that's what they did. They had it. They had an unbelievable moment, and they got an unbelievable result because. Of it. Mm-hmm. I mean, having a good story is such a yeah. crucial part too. Talk about that story. I mean, if you're... That's, I think that's why the UK did so well, too. If the UK had sent three really good songs before this in the years before, and then they sent Spaceman, I don't think this is top. I don't think that's a number two kind of song. But they have the story. Yep. And it's, it, it's, it's helpful a lot of times when that story can be told without really having to do a whole lot. Like, mm-hmm. like Serbia, as great as it did and as great as it was, there's a lot to take in there to understand it. Yeah. The situation in Ukraine was as such that they send something that's very distinctly Ukrainian and you get it. You just get it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. People were willing to do the work for Serbia, though. I, I'm so excited Serbia came fifth, got a huge televote score, because that uh, tells people you can send something heavy and that requires some thought, that requires some research and do well. Mm-hmm. And as long like, as there's clapping, as long as there's clapping, yeah, as long as it's engaging and mm-hmm. exciting, there's such get a on good board. package yeah. in that regard. Yeah, like it's that was a dynamite it's, it's show. Deep, it's deep, it's heavy, but it has that it has that hook. It has that element that it's it's a triumph, is what it is. Mm. It's an absolute triumph. I'm hoping if we're looking at like what kinds of things are going to influence next year. I'd like to see more stuff like Spain, just really well choreographed, Amazing. really well performed, just just gorgeous to look at, human athletic ability. Uh, more stuff like Serbia that's just you know, <laughs> but like deep and artistic, and like just like this is you have three minutes and that's it. If you can get up on stage for three minutes and just do something with really interesting physicality, even if you're just standing there singing, if you get some dancers to do some impressive things, I mean a huge part of why uh, Mons won Heroes is it was such an engaging and interesting looking performance with the projections, mm-hmm. with all of that. It just told this incredible story in a way that people hadn't seen before. I'm hoping, I think dancing is something that's often underutilized or underdeveloped on the stage. I'd love to see more impressive mm-hmm. dancing. And for as long as we have the backing vocals rule that we've had for the last couple of years, that door is wide open. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You, you, you don't have to sacrifice your, your onstage 
acrobatics for the sake of having people behind the curtain singing. I don't really like that rule as it currently is, if I'm being honest, but, but if it's going to be the way it is, and it probably is, I know that like the Swedes are pushing hard to make it permanent, that, yeah, there's a lot of opportunity there. On the topic of Spain, I turned to Derek uh, during Romania's performance. Mm-hmm. I think it was, and just said, "Do you think Chanel is backstage watching this, just thinking, you amateur?" <laughs> I said, "Absolutely." Speaking of dance, I think yeah. it was—I honestly think it was worse—is dancing, the commitment to a really tight choreographic routine that pushed pushed him over into the into mm-hmm. actually qualifying. I think that's it. That's that set, that set a lot of people apart. Uh, in that set a lot of acts apart at this final. I think because if you had some real pinpoint dancing, it really set you apart. A lot of people were just uh, you know I think of you know how many were essentially just somebody singing on a stage or someone moving about a stage. There were a lot of cool images this year, but not a lot of dance troupe style uh, style Eurovision acts. It's interesting to look at this and to look at like 2018, where 2018 we had no LEDs at all. And this year we had the sun, which kind of got in the way of a lot of the LED stuff. Yeah. And tighter shots ended up just kind of putting it in front of a black background or in front of some basic lights. Mm-hmm. And like, what? okay, what are we looking at now while this is happening? And a lot of times it's like, I'm just going to stand here and sing with some lights behind me versus you know, graphical displays and animation and all that. Like, I think it worked in some cases. I thought the Netherlands was really, really effective with basic lighting because it was a very personal, intimate song. That's all it is, yeah. Yeah. But in other cases, it was... When we cut to the close-up, it's something like there's no background anymore. Uh, Switzerland, I think, kind of suffered because of it. When we got up close to him, it's just there's nothing behind him. I will also (laughs) note... uh, Well, I'm just messing with the Stabmatron right now. I will note, this wow. is the fourth song to win from the 12 spot. Uh, it is the second of the last three contests to win from the 12 spot. Arcade also did it. The other two, uh, you have to go back farther. All Kinds of Everything uh, by Dana from Ireland, 1970. And the first song to win from the 12 spot was actually sung tonight. No, no, Leta uh, by Giliola. Uh, also Aww. won from the 12. Loved that performance as well. Oh, so Love good. That. So, so, so good. This was some pretty consummate interval acting here. Yeah, maybe is the last thing to touch on. The interval acts were really nice. Uh, I think some of the hosting was a little bit clunky. I think there were a couple of technical difficulties, especially with uh, when we were announcing the, the jury scores. We had three unable to connect. We had Martin being a big professional and announcing those scores. But I, I think all, all of the interval acts were pretty pretty energizing. It was really not a pain to sit through. It's no Madonna. Yeah. I uh-huh. want to say I'm so thankful that Martin just stepped in and said, yeah, this country gave him their 12 points to these people instead mm-hmm. of, well, we're going to try calling them back and we're going to do all this and this other thing. And it just adds minutes to the show. It's like, no, mm-hmm. just keep it moving. Yeah, and with the number of times that happened, we're looking at another five minutes at least on a four-hour show. Like, yeah. that's... No, th- that, that is a really, really smart move uh, mm-hmm. on their part to, to just be like, if there's a problem, Martin's, Martin has all the information in front of him. He's just going to do it. And... That's that's great. I think the only only other thing I wanted to touch on is some of the semifinal results. Um, we did not have any super close uh, distances between tenth and eleventh 
closest mm-hmm. was actually North Macedonia. Oh, yeah. 11th with 79 points to Azerbaijan's 96. Uh, I'm going to have some things to say about how Azerbaijan's points played out today, but I'm going to wait till I'm not in the press center. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, just uh, just kind of taking a look here. In that second semifinal, North Macedonia again was 11th. Then we had uh, Cyprus in 12th, Israel 13th, San Marino, Achille Lauro was 14th. Then Malta, Ireland tied for 15th, essentially, Montenegro, and then bringing up the rear was our pals in Circus Marcus, only 22 points on the night. Uh, in in semifinal one, uh, Mia Dimsic, guilty pleasure for Croatia, finished a pretty distant 11th behind Iceland, which got the 10th spot. Uh, Albania was 12th, Studi Zeni, and uh, Denmark, ready, were tied for 13th. Then Austria, Bulgaria, and Slovenia bringing up the rear only. That's right. Bulgaria points. did not come in last, everyone. No, they did not come in last. <laughs> Didn't do terribly well, though, either. No, yeah. uh, LPS, uh, Slovenia, 15 points only. That was the big loser, uh, just to be blunt, the big loser of the year. Yeah, that's, that's a real shame. But I legitimately kind of shocked at who came 11th and where I thought some of the others would. I thought. Latvia would have been a lot closer to qualify. Mm-hmm. I would have thought so, too. It, it showed they had no chance. Um, yeah. But that Croatia came 11th. Uh, you know, rather, really like the song. Surprised a lot of other that. people did, too. Uh, well, also, also note that uh, Australia second in its semifinal and Czech Republic fourth in its semifinal. That, I think that's the biggest shot, knowing that they had, they had 227 points for fourth place in the yeah. semi. And couldn't muster a thing in the final. Uh, Unbelievable guess, to see that. I mean, yeah, to, to I mean, see that they were so favored in the in, semifinal. Where does it go? Yeah. Where does it go when we yeah. get to the final? How does that I happen? mean, have, well, having going last in the semi in a shorter show yep. is certainly a boon. But to drop sure. off that much, and like the one spot isn't bad. No, it's not the worst. No. But I, I think for a jeez, oh, I, I I just don't know. They had a lot of awesome visuals that were unfortunately kind of forgotten by the time we got to the recap clip. And once again, the LED screen behind them was just boring compared to the excellent projections that the Czech Republic had. Yeah, and it's it's kind of a weird thing to think about. If I feel like there were some just massive things going on in some of the songs this year, like just huge vocals from multiple people that we don't often see. I mean. Just kind of shocking how many big, big notes, big moments there were. Don't think there were any like really big flub notes. And to kind of go through it, by the end of it, it's just like all of these are so impressive. Yeah, everybody brought their A game. They really did. Oh, well, actually, maybe Finland. <laughs> oh. Yeah, except Finland. <laughs> okay, fine. Except Finland. Do better. Please send Cyan Kicks next year. Uh, we should probably wrap this up. We got to get out of here. Uh, they're going to shut down the press center pretty soon. Uh, any other final thoughts on the result or anything else that has happened over the last uh, the last day or so? Something I appreciated. We kind of did get into this, but I just want to mention now. Going from the semifinal to the grand final, I noticed a handful of artists really stepped up their game, really started pushing their vocals. Yeah. Uh, I honestly was kind of surprised Sweden came first in their semi because. When they when she started rehearsing for the grand final, she really started pushing her vocals, and I'm thinking, oh, maybe they didn't do as well as they thought they did, and she really needs to do something to stand out now. 
around all these other big vocal units, but no, she did fine. And she just decided to, and uh, Marius Bear did as well for Switzerland. He started off really adding some oomph to his show. And I thought, I'd kind of like to see a little bit more of that going forward, where it's like, oh, we qualified, let's just do the same thing again. It's like, no, this is the grand final. There's way more people. You need to stand out. You've got to start pushing yourself. You need to see something better. Yeah, it, it's been really neat seeing these evolve. Uh, even even the stuff that's like already really good, they're they're still going. Okay, what can we add? How 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 can we make this even better? But like even the acts that didn't just qualify, on their laurels. yeah. Like even the acts that didn't qualify, they really they really started to come together too. I'll, I'll mention Austria. Obviously, it yep. didn't turn out super well for them, but by the end, they were getting there. It's tough yep. to say. You know, I don't know what more they could have done necessarily, but. Let's uh, let's uh, let's get on out of here. Let's go on to our respective homes. Uh, Danny, you yep. just stay where you are, and uh, we will reconvene sometime in the next. I'm not exactly oh, sure. Then, actually, no, but, we'll see. And Sam yeah, will be there too. And yes, and we'll and we'll get step one is get Sam back. Step two, do a show. We'll just roll with it. We'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure out a Full time to do that. Deconstruction. We'll get Sam's rankings. Yeah, I love it. All right. Well, folks, thanks. Uh, thanks for tuning in uh, to our post Eurovision show. It has been amazing being here in turn and covering this for for you guys. Uh, really, it, it has been a joy. So thank you so much if you have listened in or checked out Twitter or any of that. If you have not, check us out on social media, 12 Points USA on Twitter and Facebook, 12 Points from America on YouTube and Instagram. Check out the Redbubble, et cetera. I guess I'm not supposed to sell stuff when I'm in here, but uh, check us out. Look up 12PointsFromAmerica.com. You get all the links. Do what you will from there. Again, thank you so much uh, for for listening, and uh, glory to Ukraine. <laughs> Godspeed, gentlemen. And, and until until we see you again very soon, I've been Eric. I've been Derek. And I've been Danny. And all over the world. Stop listening now. Stop listening now. Yeah. <laughs>